Hey, Faderoonies, Fadies, Fadertronics, Fate, Fate, Fady Pants. I'll work on that. Thanks for downloading and listening to Chapter 2, Episode 2. We are stoked to have you along for the ride. And we're still trying to figure out the right sound levels with Oliver joining us via Skype, but we are getting closer. Uh, we thank you for being patient while us dum-dums figure out all the tech who's it's and gizmo what's it's. Now here's a quick recap of what happened last episode. The Apple Squadeth returned to the material realm after their meeting with Hadet, the god of knowledge. Banfor fought off some inky monsters while Marley and Trestlespoon emptied sacks of gold and gems into their dimension locker. They left the underground city and returned to the surface to finally get some well-earned rest. Hey everybody, listening to the show. This is what it's gonna be like. Um, this is it. <laughs> episode twenty-two. Are you gonna do that the whole time? Because that's what I want to know. You guys walk into a room. It's dark. What do you do? Dungeons. Maybe some dragons. Actually, there are no dragons in ice. And, um, Roll for prescription. Keep dropping the dragons. The dragons will come up. And so far, there's been no dungeons. This has all been a huge disappointment. <laughs> There has been a dungeon, although it was used as a storage facility. <laughs> this is true. Um, true. Hey everyone, this is episode 22 of The Fate of Ison. I uh, feel really sad that the bard wasn't involved in that. <laughs> I'm quite stoked. Um, <laughs> I, uh, this is also chap- uh, the second episode of chapter 2. Uh, welcome to all listeners, old and new. Um, for any of those uh, who are new, um, we're just going to quickly re- reintroduce ourselves. I am Brad, the DM. Uh, to my left is... I'm Josh Kingsford. I'm uh, Trestle Spoon, the roguish gnome. Uh, to uh, my... I am Oliver Scripps. I am Banfor Watt, uh, the male variant human barbarian level 5. <laughs> so specific. Uh, and I'm Marley Craft, a half-elf bard. And yep. Who plays Marley Craft? Uh, sorry, uh, I am Jules <laughs> Ferguson, who plays Marley Craft, a half-elf bard, with a little bit of ranger in me. That's fantastic. I hey. enjoy your company. <laughs> How are you spelling company? I spell it with a C-U-M. Of course you do. <laughs> the public school system has Wait, failed. Wait, was that Banfor or Oliver? I'm not that sure. That was a little bit of column A, a little co- bit of column B, <laughs> multiple personalities. It's always an orgy. Has Banfor ever winked in his life? Can he? No. Yeah, with all the scars. And like, twitches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's twitches going on, but they're not strictly winks. Okay. Maybe the b-hole has. Okie dokie, let's kick on with uh, the story. Last time, uh, you guys returned to your bodies in the temple after you experience, uh, after your experience, my typing is bad, in the realm of Hadet. Um, Vanfall River and Zathan fought off the inky acid monsters that were bearing down on you and the ancient library, uh, while Marley and Trestlespoon had a sack party. Uh, mm. Trying to get the contents of the heavy loot sacks into the dimension locker. Uh, <laughs> it was a very good time. Uh, after explaining your ordeal to Zathan and River, who responded with shock and awe uh, at the fact that you just uh-huh. met you just met a god, uh, you all returned to the um, Resistance headquarters, uh, where and then Banfor ventured into the city of Dantonia, where he found an alleyway. He played with his mice for a bit, then passed out in a trash heap. Uh, Trestlespoon curled up to sleep on an ottoman in the HQ, and mm. Marley went with her friend River to visit Foxworthy the Hog and River's furbird Manunui. Uh, River asked Marley what she thinks is going to happen next. Cool. So, I totally remember all of that. I'm not writing any notes. <laughs> so <laughs> so she says, so, um, hyphen trash heap. Yeah, so, so uh, what, um, what do you think is going to happen next? You know, I... I I'm not sure. We've, I feel like we've got quite a lot of paths that we could go ahead of us, and and I think we need to get together as a group and and maybe decide what what's most important to do right now. Some of them seem kind of time dependent. Some of them seem sort of personal. I mean, I'd like to see my family, but is that the most important or the best thing we could be doing right now? I I just don't know. Yeah, I I mean. You know, like when I saw your family last about a year ago, they they were pretty safe and happy. I mean, I think I think you could probably take your time on, on that. I mean, they're not going anywhere. Yeah, I know. It's just been so many years. I'm just so excited to see them. But it really feels like with all this knowledge that just got dropped on us, we could probably be more useful 
doing something else. Yeah, well, I mean, we could certainly use your help here in the city. I mean, Zathan um, has mentioned that their, you know, their primary goal now that we've got the underground city is, is recruitment. Um, we've got this this valuable tool we could fill with people. We could train. We could we, we could raise an army. You know, under Arkvale's nose, they wouldn't even know about it. Yeah, I mean, like yes, but I mean, now that we know about the God Hearts, are, are we kind of responsible for tracking them down and and and, and and saving them from being misused and, and restoring them to their right places. Are we, are we responsible now for? I mean, we know about the surge now and the, and the, how they haven't found the wielders yet. I mean, should we be doing something like that? I mean, Trestlespoon just found out his entire family has been like mistreated. I mean, maybe there's something <laughs> we should be. That's putting it like pretty, pretty mildly, yes. But like, you know, like should we be doing something? about that and rescuing them and, and making sure that, that we restore them to what they... You know, th- I just feel like there's so much that we could be doing. It's kind of a little bit overwhelming right now. Okay, well, and yeah, all of this is taking place while you guys are feeding your respective animals. Um, and I've been down to Hogsworthy and I go, Hogsworthy, what would you... Who's Hogsworthy? Who's Hogsworthy? That's, that's chat shit that got in my brain. <laughs> um... Uh, I've been down to Foxworthy and I say, what would you do, my precious friend? What would you do? I don't know! <laughs> wow, you still can't speak with animals? <laughs> that's, that, no, that's not canon. <laughs> she says, okay, well, you know, um, I, I guess you know, it's late. We can go back to my place and sleep and meet with the rest in the morning. I, I mean, I, I share a place on, on the... Uh, Western side of town by the, by the west gate with with the other bowstrings. Are you talking hot chocolate in our pajamas doing our nails? She's like, well, it's late, but yeah, I can make an exception. Excellent, girls' night. Okay, and cut to the next morning because we're not playing through that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so the next day, um, Ban Four wakes uh, in his trash heap with a vague memory, or was it a dream? He doesn't know, of an orc-shaped shadow standing over him during the night. Uh, He remembers that it leaned forward and it touched his sword axe before fading away. Uh, Bamford unsheathes his sword axe and looks at it for any, any marks that this was in fact real. There doesn't appear to be anything noticeable about it physically. Uh, Banfor consults his mice friends um, and, through the miracle of sign language, asks if they saw it too. They put on an elaborate little charade, uh, a game of charades, and they tell you that, uh, <laughs> no, they don't know what the hell you're talking about. Also, we're mice. Um, Banfor signs back to them that he's aware they're mice, and good morning. <laughs> they nod respectfully, good morning, and then run off to find food. <laughs> uh, Banfor waits for them to return from their foraging, uh, scoops them up and places them within his, his lumpy greatcoat, which is over his armor. Okay. Um, Trestlespoon awakes inside the head, um, resistance HQ to the sound of people coming and going, uh, but they're obviously trying to keep quiet, like no one's making any loud footsteps or anything, they're shuffling about. Is that uh, for me? That's presumably for your sake. You wait you, you wait to the sound of people being trying to be quiet. Oh, that's very kind. Uh, and then Stein, <laughs> the elderly goblin with white hair coming out of his ears, says, uh, Morning, sunshine! Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Trestlespoon blinks twice, uh, yawns like a cat yawns, uh, stretching his torso into the air, then shakes both his legs and jumps to his feet and goes, Oh, oh who, who are you? You know me. I'm Stein. Ah, I, re- I remember your ear hair vaguely. <laughs> what's what's going on? Uh, you notice that he's carrying a big box of something, and he goes, Oh, just moving some things downstairs. What kind of things? Well, everything. Everything? Yeah, we're, we're moving to the city. Why? Oh, it's a, more space, more security. Better light. Yeah, there's a lot of light down there. It's very, it's for uh, postmodern. He goes, oh, anyway, I've got to get going, and he lumbers away carrying his heavy box down the hallway that you know leads to the elevator that goes downstairs. Marley wakes in um, River's place and mm-hmm. sees the other members of the Bowstring Three uh, sitting at a table. How many are there? <laughs> there are three, including River. Did Marley talk to River about Banfor at all during the night, during the gossip session? Oh yeah, we would totally talk to boys. Can we get a couple of details? Anything on Trestlespoon would be 
of them. Yeah, because because Molly would have been um, pumping River for information on like Tap and like all of those okay. guys, but um, also would have been pumping River for how she feels about getting pumped. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she basically the her end of the conversation is uh, deflecting. Um, your questions about Tap because she admits she doesn't really know much. Yeah. Um, she doesn't see him often since Molly's just going, do you think you'd like me now though? <laughs> you know, like... She's like, honestly, I can't tell you anything. I mean, I, I've only seen him maybe four or five times in the last eight years. He, he's... Can't believe he's still alive. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I mean, what do you even see in him? He's not much of a looker. He and I go way back, all right? It's not about looks so much as emotional connection. Speaking of emotional connection, do you think I could ever make one with Banfor? I thought I he got know. a little bit icy uh, when I tried to put my arm around him <laughs> in the temple. I just, I just, I've never seen Banfor make an emotional connection with anybody but his mice. Um, but I suppose that he has made an emotional connection <laughs> with his mice, so it must be possible, right? Would it help if I wore mouse ears? No, I don't. I, like, is he into that? Like I don't think that's and... it. I just think that, that, that there's this. Are fairies canon? Yeah. <laughs> there are fairies in Iceland. I yeah. just think it's. It, you know, it's a simple relationship. It's fairly symbiotic. He gets what he needs from them, and they get what he they need from him. So, you know, maybe simple as this thing. I don't know. Easy? Ah, I'm not saying that you need to be easy. I'm just saying maybe less complication. She's like, well, you know what? I can do easy. I'm, it's it's been a while since I've felt you know the the touch, so to speak. And quite frankly, I'm. Oh, I feel like a slut saying this when I'm gagging for it. Well, fair. Uh, I'm not saying that. I saw him kiss a boy once uh, after he Ooh. tried to punch him. So I'm a little bit confused about his sexuality, <laughs> just in general. Um, but I, you know, I feel like I feel like he, you know, like he, he. I don't think it's that he wouldn't go for you. I mean, he, he held your hand in that corridor, you know, for a long time. Yeah, that, I was, that was nice. I don't, I don't think it's really a problem. I just, you know, I think Banfor's been through a whole lot of shit, and he's still got a whole lot of shit going on right now. I mean, he. He's got a super dark backstory that we've like hardly heard anything about, um, and it just seems <laughs> super messed up. So maybe it's a trust and time issue as much as anything. Okay, well, yeah, I, I hope we, you guys stick around so we can get that time. Um, so that's that's kind of your conversation that you cool. have in the evening. In the morning, you wake up and... Yeah, By the way, Brad knows exactly how girls talk to each other. It's <laughs> <laughs> because Brad and I talk to each other like it's that one all of, the time. Is it accurate to how, not only how humans speak, but particularly how women speak? <laughs> I have no fucking idea how people speak, because I try to not speak to people ever. <laughs> he says speaking to people. <laughs> he has two girls. He's going to have to get used to it. Right, so you, uh, you go into uh, River's living room and you see the other members of the Bowstring 3. Uh, they are the human ranger Aiden and the elf ranger Jadenia. Um, and they are strapped up and ready to head out for the day, as is uh, River. You're the only latecomer to the party. And they say, come on, we're heading to the HQ. Um, Zathan wants to talk to us about something. Alrighty. And I just swing my pack on my back and I get my shit sorted and put my boots on and I'm out. Right, so you venture through the city, um, Banfor and Marley, and you come to the door. Do you guys meet, do you guys meet on the way? Where I'm I'm in a midden somewhere. Oh, okay, are you choose? Okay, what do you choose to do? Um, I'm in I'm in the bad part of town. I'm in a scummy area. Let's get a tattoo. Okay. Is there is there a tattooist or or a group of of likely looking thugs about? Uh, it's early in the morning, so you can't see anything that. Obviously looks like a tattoo parlor uh, that's open. I start knocking on doors and asking the people that I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you knock on a few doors before you get any kind of response. And then uh, one of them, uh, a young man, probably in his 30s, a human man, pops his head out and is like, Oh, what? Who are you? Uh, hello, sir. Do you do tattoos? T- tattoos? <laughs> of course I do This is my house. What are you... Yeah, do you mind if I come in? I absolutely mind if you come in. I have a family. All right, if you well, want I'm, I'm tattoo, coming in. Okay, if you, if you, uh, and Banfor puts his shoulder to the door and goes in. <laughs> I'm going to roll, roll a strength check. <laughs> oh, it's a net one. <laughs> so bleak. He rolled a 16. He shoves you back into the street and says, if you want a tattoo, there's a place in the town square, and he slams the door. Well, are you coming or not? 
<laughs> no response. I'll wait, I'll wait for you. What are, are you getting your stuff? <laughs> no response. No? You, you comically hear three locks being locked very loudly. <laughs> click, That's click, good. You click. gotta be safe. I'll see you there, mate. Uh, and Bamfor makes for the town square. Okay, uh, it's it's starting to get busy, and there's people setting up markets and stuff, um, and people getting their morning shopping done for the day. Uh, but and you see a shop that has a sign above it. You can't read what it says, but the picture looks like a needle and an arm, which could, um, which could be a hero, place to get heroin or a place to get tattoos. <laughs> uh, Benfor stops at the nearest fruit stall and asks if they do tattoos. <laughs> Not a morning person. Um, there is an orc man who uh, leans over and says, No, but we have apples. Oh, don't get me started, mate. How many apples do you have? Well, I haven't checked this morning's inventory, but 50 or so. Not a big day. Not a big day. Could I have two apples? Do you have any money? One copper apiece. Well, he does have some money on uh, Banfor looks amongst his pockets and hands him uh, three coppers. Okay. He takes the three coppers and has a moment of should I give this guy back the one change? And he does not. Banfor takes he puts out... his apple um, and pulps it in his hand <laughs> with evident ease and then just sort of drops it down the front of his shirt and there's an <laughs> obvious sort of scurrying and movement within his body <laughs> as his mice feast. What is, what is wrong with you? What are you doing? I was just feeding the family, you know, mate. How it is when you've got responsibilities. Well, I know that all too well. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, mate. You, uh, you keep that copper. It's a gift to a new friend. Oh, thank you very, you're very kind. <laughs> well, you. And Banfor wanders towards the tattoo stall. Okay, it's, it's not a stall, it's a shop. Like, a, it's a proper structure with a door. Uh, Banfor goes in the door. Okay, uh, you go in and you immediately recognise, yes, it is in fact a tattoo parlour. There's no one in there uh, except a, a, an artist who's just sort of sitting and flicking through an old book. Uh, Banfor approaches said artist. Okay, uh, she is an elf woman and she says, oh, oh uh, hello, um... Hello. Can I help you with something? Um, a tattoo. Oh, well, you've come to the right place, certainly. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Seema. Um, take a seat. Good, 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 good. And Benfor, um, does a, uh, just starts smacking his butt a whole bunch. <laughs> um, and there's like an obvious motion of mice that were hanging out there moving away. And then he flops down. <laughs> okay. Um, well, what, what what am I going to do for you today? Um, oh, I lost I lost a friend uh, recently, oh, and I'd like to remember them. That's terrible. I'm I'm so sorry for your loss. Oh, it's all right. You know, you you you, you lose them, uh, but there's always more on the way. You know, they breed like fucking rabbits, frankly. But you know, smaller, so that's nice. Um. Okay. I'm not quite. I'm sure what you're saying, but... Uh... Neither am I, so that it makes a pair of Okay, so do you want this this friend's name or, or, or image? No, just a picture of them. Do you know what they look like? Uh, I was hoping you could tell me. Well, it's a little bit like this. Hold on, hold on for a moment. Uh, Banfor rustles within his shirt and then starts looking down his shirt and having quite a loud argument. Um, and it's essentially, the, it's just... It's just for a second, just a minute, just... just just, all right, just, okay, remember the apple, just, Seema, comes out Seema the, the, tattoo, mouse. the tattoo artist is looking left and right and is obviously very concerned and is um, wondering Bam, if, like, someone is nearby to help her in case something goes horribly wrong. Uh, Bamfor pulls out um, a mama mouse that then sort of holds out a baby mouse in a protective <laughs> stance and he goes, yeah, it's one of them on the here and then he points at his, like, his hand. Certainly, I, I can do that. Um, just two gold. That's two gold. Sound good. Only a little mouse. <laughs> well, if you don't have two gold, then you know you can come back when you do. I mean, or I could stay and let these mice go where they wish. Um. Okay. Roll a persuasion check. That's a two. Okay. Hang on. 
She also rolled a two. She's yeah. like, mm, yeah, you uh, okay? Um, how about the, how about one gold? Yeah, so this is great. It's a deal. And he holds out his hand. That's also got the mice in. She doesn't want to take that hand. Good call. They're very dirty, and they bite me in the night. <laughs> Banfor takes a seat and gets a tattoo. Uh, yes, you certainly do. Well, Banfor gets a tattoo, and while that is happening, uh, Trestle Spoon is standing uh, in a in the middle of a hive of activity as resistance members go back and forward carrying all sorts of. Uh, crates and boxes and things down to the underground city mm-hmm. uh, and he sees come into the room Marley, River and um, the rest of the Bowstring 3. Uh, Trestle Spoon uh, quickly approaches them, uh, unsure uh, what to make of all the hive of activity especially because he's not very tall. Uh, he runs up and grabs Marley's leg and scurries up her like a squirrel <laughs> and stands atop of her head and goes I can see my house from here. <laughs> Just joking. Don't have a house. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm homeless. <laughs> cool. And I just go, hi, hi Tris. Um, Hello. Are you missing Banff? Yeah, I need something to c- climb on. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite as tall, but, you know, you're welcome. It's a, you, there's more than enough room for me here. Oh, okay. Where exactly are you standing? That's oh, what I want to know. Literally on top of your head. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> So I'm Very just like, heavy. I'm like, yeah. as I'm, I'm like, walking. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Titanicking, like Leo, my arms are just. Yeah. I'm king of this individual. I'm walking like one of those women in a, you know, like in a, what are they called? Like the talent beauty pageants and shit where they have to train with like the book on their head and shit. Yeah, yeah I'm like walking like that. Now we reach the trestle spoon part of the pageant. <laughs> Um, and uh, the other members of the Bowstring 3 sort of um, nod uh, and, and chat uh, briefly with River very quietly and then they duck off to join all the people who are moving about uh, and then River says yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna help with this um, come and come and see us as soon as you you know as soon as you can um, Zathan apparently wants to talk to everyone about something some big plan um, so I'll see you guys soon. And she walks off and picks up a box of things and walks down the hallway. Come. Goodbye. How you, how you feeling, Trace? I'm feel, um, well, it's been a lot g- going on, but, um, I'm, yeah. re- I'm ready for what, what Satan has to say. Uh, I want to get moving and, um, let, let's get into it. You don't want to go rescue your family? I've been thinking about this all night. Oh, as in the, the first thing we do. I, th- it would be... I mean, there's a, a lot of emotional baggage, and um, I'm not sure if I would be able to. But I'm 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 ready. I, I guess I can. There's a lot of stuff I'm tr- I'm trying to tr- trying to work through. Um, but yeah, I, I think finding my brother would be uh, number one, uh, or or yeah, yeah, definitely number one on on my list. Yeah. So I'm I'm like well, maybe we go see what Zathan has to say, but like maybe we try and sneak off a little bit and you know I just died if it was my family if it was my family I would want to save them it is your family it is my family this is a good idea (laughs) Zathan bursts into the room what's up losers um no he doesn't uh Uh, Zathan comes in and says oh good Uh, you're here um oh uh where is where is Ben for we never know He's... Do you know what? I think he smells us or something. He usually tracks us down. He sleeps in cold places. Yeah. I'm not worried. He'll find us. We won't leave without him. Prom- I promise. And we won't even look for him. What's the big news? Oh, well, um, since we've got the, the city now, it's the perfect means to, to expand. And, and, of course, it's the safe place to, to hide and to grow the resistance. And, and now that you know we, we have such a safe place, we can finally rescue the the high priestess who's been held captive in the temple district okay uh, she i used to serve her but i was one of her knights before akvel took over and when they deposed her they they kind of held her as a as a prisoner and and i managed to escape and that's that's when i started the local chapter of of the resistance so good priestess then she the, nice yes well she was in charge of the city before akvel took over she's essentially the governor and who is her god well, broom. Of course, that makes sense. 
Did you wear armor when you were a knight? I am armor. And they tap their shield. Oh, they are on their shell. You don't need extra extra stuff on that. Well, not very few craftsmen could make armor that would fit me. Chainmail, <laughs> poncho, <laughs> chainmail poncho. There's an idea. We might have to talk to that um, that god of knowledge and see if he can make <laughs> you one. You can... You'll whip you something up. I'm, I'm sure. Put one in that magic locker of yours. Speaking of which, did you ever get a response to to oh. what I? <laughs> Shall we check, Chris? <laughs> yeah. I'll give you the honours. <laughs> Is this like mail time on Blue's Clues? <laughs> yep. Here's the mail that never fails. Oh, who's got the key to the, the portal? Marley's holding it. It's, it's a, it's that's a, why I said I'll give you the honours. You give me the key. It's like a big squarish key the size of a ukulele. Mm. So how, how? So I just push the key into air and yeah, you turn just, it? You put it as if, as if you're opening a lock. Okay, I push it into the air, turn it, and open it quickly. Yeah, and um, a, a second goes by, and then you hear, Zathan, you're doing a great job. Keep <laughs> expanding the resistance. That city will be back to good in no time. End message. <laughs> I close the door, and then I look at Zathan. And, and I'm like, Marley's like nodding, like thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. Like... Zathan is just like flabbergasted, mouth agape, going, A god just spoke with me. Yeah, through a magic this is, locker. This isn't some trick. No, no, no. God, no. I mean, we put you in there, but apparently things die in there, so we can't really... Oh, yeah. definitely don't do that. Yeah, like, I don't want to do that. I mean, we'd show you, but we can't show you. This is the closest we can... It's mostly a vocal thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. I mean, think of it as praying, but with a response. Successful right. praying. <laughs> <laughs> I find that comment bordering on offensive. <laughs> but, um, well, the proof is in the pudding. Uh, how how about you join me in taking some of the items from here down to the city and, and hopefully Banfor shows up in the in some time. Unless you've got other things to do, of course. I mean, you haven't really tasted the flavours the city has to offer. I mean, we, we do have a few things to do in the city and we wouldn't mind, to be honest, going and refueling as such. A bit of a shop would not go amiss. We'll help you with some bo- boxes, I guess. Not heavy ones. Blankets. <laughs> I can take some blankets. <laughs> okay. Well, that's absolutely fine. Marley, you get done what you need to get done, and Trestle Spoon, you help if you can. All right. Okay. Okay. And... I'll be back soon, Tress. I won't leave without you either. Okay. Trestle Spoon is whistling uh, "Hi Ho" from um... Cute. Snow, Snow White. White. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So you just join uh, the working bee of just carting boxes up and down the elevator. Mm-hmm moving the entire headquarters down to the underground city. And when you get down there, uh, you notice that they've tidied it up quite a bit already. Like the any piles of glowing stones have all been sort of like tidied into lines. So it's still well lit. Uh, mm-hmm. It just looks a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the structures nearer the entrance, nearer the um, uh, elevator, uh, look like they've, they've kind of been uh, furnished a little bit. And, you know, some of the couches and things from the HQ have been taken there and uh, yeah, blankets and curtains and things. It looks like they're actually turning this into a city to be lived in. Oh, nice. That's nice. Cool. Um, in my moving and whistling hi-ho, uh, now the whole line of people are in order, uh, stepping right to left in unison, and we're all singing hi-ho. Roll a performance check. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's that? That's piss. Three. <laughs> do, perform- do you have any performance points? Um, no. No, you don't have three. Yeah, you're whistling off key and off tune, <laughs> and they're like they're stepping like they want to be into it, but yeah. they're not. Ah, oh, damn it! They're faking it. They're just doing it because they pity me. <laughs> um. Okay, Marley, what do you do in the city? Um, I'm basically looking for a place to buy like potions of healing, that kind of thing, top up. Okay. Um. If you remember yesterday, uh, Zathan told you that they have a friend of the resistance called Jave who has an mm. apothecary shop in That's the town right. square. Cool, I'm hitting up Jade. Um, yeah, you, you find a shop um, that says Apothecary and it just has a simple sign with uh, two little potion vials on the sign. Mm-hmm. Little hanging wooden sign that can you know move in a breeze. Cool. Very quaint. And you walk in and it's dark, so it's very dimly lit. Um, there are shell, like dusty shelves of uh, potions and vials and scrolls and things. And it's, it's, it's quite inhospitable a little bit. Um, in it's like darkness and it looks it's quite smoky in there and there's a dude sort of leaning on a countertop at the back of the shop and he looks up as you walk in and he's probably in his late 20s he goes oh hey what's up 
Jesus. Hey, customer! What's going on? I'm like, uh, hello! Um, I'm Marleycraft. Uh, I'm here to top up supplies. He thrusts out a hand uh, and he goes, Name's Jave. <coughs> nice to meet you! I say, you've been a smoking a bit of the supply. Of the bloodweed. Yes, ain't nothing wrong with a bit of wake and bake. Uh, how can, what can I get for you? Well, I'm looking for some basic healing, if you know what I mean. Healing, we've got a lot of different kinds of basic healing going really? on, if uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking for the standard, give me the standard red potion, you know what I mean? Uh, yep, uh, sure do. And he just gestures uh, very lazily, uh, waves his hand at a shelf where you see a line of potions of healing. Yeah, cool. And beneath it is a line of potions of greater healing. Cool. What are what it's have I got price tags? Uh, Can I see? It's it's, I, it's fifty gold for the um, potions of healing. Yeah. Let me just try and find my link to things there, the prices of stuff. Uh, and greater healing says two hundred and fifty gold. Okay, cool. I'm going to get like four greater healing and four healing. Can I do that? Yeah, I can do that. If you want. So, two fifty, one thousand, and then what was the Lesser again? It uh, is 50 each. So 1,020. About 200. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Are yeah. you going to try and play the I'm in the resistance card? Since oh, yeah. Since a friend? Or are um, you going to try and keep that on the DL? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, so I'm going to take these four of each. Yeah. And I'm going to walk back up to the counter. Hey, you found what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the potions. You're going to get into some adventures. Totally. Love um, it. Love it. Yeah. yeah uh, Zathan and River told me this was the only place to shop, if you know what I mean. Ah, ah, he taps his nose like, I'm in on this. All right, special deal. Cool. What's a special deal, my friend? Do I get some of that shit you're smoking? (laughs) He looks at what you've got and then goes, yeah, I mean, yeah. He just (laughs) hands out a little bag of red stuff cool. in and the I direction. Just, I just tuck that into my, you know, knowing that it'll be handy one day. He does a little nose tap, again, <laughs> of like, yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, for fun times, you know. And then he looks again at the goods you've got, and he, almost as if he's forgotten that he ever had that stuff in his shop, he's like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, a thousand for all that. Sweet. Cool dude. Helping out. So, Doing what I can. Yeah, totally, you know. And... Uh, how long have you guys known, like, say, Thidden River and that crew? Well, it's only been a month. Really? Since there's, you know, since that existed. Cool. Okay. Why? Well, I fell only took over a month ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so why, like, why are you down with that crew? I'm down with anyone, man. I, they came in <laughs> and they bought a lot of stuff and they were nice and they just had a good time. And I was like, what's, what's, what's going on with your deal? And they were like, it's you. And they told me some things. And I was like, I, I like what you're doing. And I try to help where I can. Fair. I'm, I'm all good with that, you know? Like, that's totally a solid plan. Uh, awesome. Um, is there anything? I'm just like, is there anything else I should be buying while I'm here? Fuck, I don't know. It's like... I forgot to ask. Oh, he, he says, you got try anything that you need me to sort of look at? Any magic stuff you want to figure out what it is? Oh, yeah. Do you want to... Like, my friend has, like, a wand that healed a whole load of people all at once. Oh, that sounds wicked. And and, and now when he waves it and he says things, it doesn't do anything anymore? Oh. Is that, is that fixable? No, I mean, most things you make ever run out. I mean, magic has to come from somewhere. Sure. Did, is this able to plug into some kind of, like, can we recharge this somewhere? It's like, oh, I can probably recharge it. Oh, real? So if I bring it back, like... Yeah, it just cast, depends what, what the spell is. I could maybe cast it again. Okay. I'll have to figure out what it is. No, cool. That No, that's totally legit. Um, also, let's see this ring on my finger. He goes, yeah? And it's just like a plain rose gold band. Like at a, He's kind of looking at it with squinted eyes and it doesn't look like anything special. Yeah. But then he does this sort of like waving his hand in front of him while looking at it. And then he go, he reels back and goes, whoa! Yeah, what's what's the deal, man? I've, I put it on and I've like, people keep smiling at me. It's like, <laughs> it's like, that is, I don't know what it does, but that's radiating like divine magic like a motherfucker. Real? 
That's crazy. That's like blinding to me. Awesome. Puts his hand down as if to like shut off his magic sight. Yeah. So he can look see again. Yeah. Work. I mean, <laughs> the guy who gave it to me was soups like weird soup's dope yeah and he seemed magic as fuck but like you never know do you so oh, so man. so divine awesome that's the good shit I feel way better about having this on my finger yeah man you got anything else um you do have that you took from uh, a room in uh, Fort Pithlock um you took a journal and an unlabeled blue potion Way back in the phone there, and I don't even have these written down. Way back like a million episodes ago. Yeah, okay. Um, I've written that in my stuff to not forget folder. Okay, cool. I go rooting through my stuff, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I want to know what all this. You you've got this wavy thing going on. I want to know what all of this is, and I show him like my auto loading crossbow. Yeah, he, he reels back at that too. He's like, fucking, are you a god? What is this? I don't know, man. I told you the crazy funky man gave it to me. He was awesome, and so I like funky I'm shit. just like pulling stuff out, and I'm just like, wave your hand over this. Wave your hand over this. And I'm uh, just yeah, like, most of it's just mundane stuff. Yeah. Um, if you get to that blue potion, sure. that unlabeled blue potion. Uh, he has a good look at it and like swirls it around, pops the cork, smells it, and he's like, "Oh, this is sweet, lightning breath." Awesome. The hell does that do? That he's sounds like, wicked. He's like, "You drink this, and you can breathe lightning." What, like permanently, or just that one time? No, just a couple times, and then mechanically, <laughs> <laughs> a potion of lightning breath. Um, you can use a bonus action after drinking this to exhale lightning at a target within 30 feet. They have to make a deck save, otherwise they take 4d6 lightning damage. Oh, that's a lot. Potentially a lot. Or it's four. Oh, it's four, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Toads. Cool! And then I'm pulling out the shit out and I'm like, what about this, what about this? And I get to the journal. He, he takes a look at it and he's like, nothing magic about this one. This is just a book. He flicks through it and he starts reading and he goes, uh, I'm sick and tired of this village just sitting and waiting for life to... This is a journal. Awesome. Someone's diary. Do you okay. want me to have this? Is this for me? I don't know. Like, I just <laughs> found it. It was just checking. Uh, is it? Like, uh... What's, who's, it, who's it? Like, what's the name of the person? It must be in the front. And I, like, flick okay, to the you, front. You take it off him. Uh, you do see uh, there's, like, a bunch of scribbles inside the front cover. Uh, but you do see the name Irene. Interesting, and I say, oh, Irene. Come on, that. <laughs> Ew. Uh, does the name look like it means anything to him? He, he takes it back and he's like, nothing, like I said, nothing magic about this. Okay. He's like, I can have it though. It might well, be interesting I mean, to read. We did meet a girl called Irene not that long ago. It's maybe probably it's, hers. Maybe it's hers. I don't know. Maybe I should return it to her. That'd be nice. So I, I take it back and I put it in my... <laughs> Alright, that's probably a plan. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, 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 is, is there's some kind of like... Um, what am I trying to say? Like the acid throwies or the cure poisons? Some kind of acid throwies. That's kind of what I'm looking for. Just yeah, sort of something yeah, like says, that. I don't think I've got anything like that at the moment, but I can whip some stuff up. Come back another time. Okay, sweet, dude. Like, that's the kind of shit, like, tricksy shit I'm looking for. So I'll come visit you next time I'm in town. He's like, sweet. It was good meeting you, Carly. Uh, you too, Jareth. <laughs> Jareth the necromancer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, his name is to begin with a J, and that's the first thing I can think of. Even though my fucking name is Julia. Like, I can think of my own name. And there's Josh on the left of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. sure. This is true. And we're talking on Skype with Jolliver as well. So. <laughs> and Jesus is always with us. You leave uh, Jave's apothecary shop, choppy with a P-E on the end for flavour. And um, <laughs> right, uh, Oliver, you're um, Banfor, you're done with your tattoo. What next? Um, I, I I smell something afoot, and um, by grasping several people and making them tell me where the pub is, I find my way back. Up to the um, uh, Jester's Gravy Boat. Yes, which is directly adjacent to the hiding place of the Resistance. Yep. Okay. And re-enter the Resistance. Yep, so you find your way back. And scooping him up, placing him on his rightful place on my shoulder. Hooray! Trestlespoon is still whistling hi-ho. Um, uh, the mice let out a squeaking hooray and greet Trestlespoon once more. 
Dresselspoon gives them all a thumbs up and individually fist bumps each of them. Uh, therefore shows off his new tattoo to uh, Dresselspoon. Oh, look at... Whoa, that's pretty cool. Oh, it's kind of scary, though. <laughs> what, is that a, is that a, a, a mouse spider? Yes, yeah, the baby mouse we lost to the goo monsters. You what? never forget a fallen compadre. Why, why are its legs so long? Oh, I just got carried away with the lady and thought, you know what, I'll get my money's worth. So you got, so you got more. T- well, that's that sounds good to me. Makes sense, though, doesn't it? It does. If I could get a whole arm tattooed, I would. And then I get for you. It's about the same. <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. I could make a good saving. It's a bargain. It's a bargain. And the conversation continues in that vein yep. for several hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Marley. When you leave, Javes, what do you? Oh, I'm heading back because I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm power walking back because I'm like, I'm, I'm stoked to be able to tell Tris that he can, okay. you know? Yeah. You, so that's where I'm yeah, getting. So you go back through the market and you're bombarded with smells of, of you know, stalls and shops are starting to oh, get their, their cooking done. As I get, see apples. You get fresh bread, the smell of fresh bread, uh, like spices and curries and things. And you also, yeah, you walk past an orc who appears to be selling apples. Yeah. If I saw apples, I would stop instantly thinking of Foxworthy. So I would, yeah. I would stop. Oh, young lady, after some fruit for the morning. Absolutely. Um, sorry, I, I'd love some apples. Wouldn't we all? Um, maybe about... Apples are the spice of life, that's what I always say. No, they're not really spicy unless put cinnamon on them, but, you know, let's not go there. Um, and about ten apples, please. Okay, that will be, uh, ten coppers. And then, what else is in season currently? I have some, some delicious oranges from, uh... From uh, let's see, pick a kingdom where oranges grow. Uh, from Ferrier. Orange Topia. Yeah. From what? Orange Topia. <laughs> That's not a kingdom in this Orange world. Town. Oh, some delicious oranges from Ferrier. Um, and we've got uh, let's see, what, what else have I got here? I've got some nectarines. Nectarington. All the way from Derekus. No, well, there's, there's, there's a really not fantasy fruit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and jackfruit. We've got jackfruit. From, <laughs> there we go. Gums. Come from Bellis. <laughs> Have you had jackfruit before? It's quite a delicacy from the north. No, oh, no, I'm that sounds care. great. Um, I'd love to try a bit of that. He, Thank you. He pulls out this misshapen purple blob thing, and it looks more like a jelly than a fruit. Awesome. Um, I I buy um, four. So, uh, well, these are as they're a delicacy. They're one gold a piece. I, I don't have many in inventory. I'm like that's okay. I'm feeling you know in the in the in the money right now. So I'm okay. Okay. He, he looks very stoked to be. He looks very stoked to be selling uh, four of these valuable jackfruit and uh, all the other items that you wanted. Cool. I just wanted some apples and something fun okay. for my friends. Yep. <laughs> So you got ten apples and four jackfruit. Cool. And then I'm I'm like stoked with myself walking off again. Sweet. Uh, yeah, you reach the resistance headquarters. Uh, you see um, Banfor and Trestlespoon inside having a manly embrace and a catch up. He's still embracing. Yeah, we haven't stopped <laughs> hugging. That's just how we catch up. We just hug for like an hour and just chat. Uh, nuzzling, nuzzling. This is getting awkward now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, We're friends. <laughs> yeah, the three of you are reunited. Cool. I'm like, guys, guys, I bought these cool fruit. They're called jackfruit. I have no idea how to eat them, but I bought you each one because I thought it'd be fun. Oh, apples? Yeah. No, these oh, ones are jackfruit. Oh, I'd, lo- I'd love an apple. Oh, oh, all right, Teresa. You know I'm trying I've been to be... craving. Funny, funny story. I actually bought two apples today already. What? So you got, got apples too? We could all have a little apple party. Oh, how many did you get, Marley? Well, I got ten, but I got most of these oh, for Fox apples. Oh, she got ten, and you got... How many did you... You got two. I got two, but there's only one left. Oh, you ate one. No, I gave it to the mice. It's all very drippy and sticky. Some of these apples. Oh, that's why you felt all sticky. Sticky from the apple. Did you crush it up again? Like you? Yeah, crushed it. Classic. That's how I'm gonna start eating mine like that. Very dirty little mice. (laughs) The little tongues look at the juices though, and it's quite nice. That must be ticklish. It is ticklish. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I just, I'm just shaking my head and I'm like um, looking around for other people I know while they're having this conversation. Uh, at the moment, there's no one else in the warehouse okay. and it looks like everything's been cleared out. 
Okay, cool. I um I go, well, I'm trying a jackfruit, and I just go, I, I, I guess you bite it, and yeah. I just... Yeah, so the outside, it's quite hard. Uh, not not solid, like... Um, you said it was a jelly. Yeah, jelly-ish. So it feels jelly-ish, but then you go to bite it, and it actually feels quite solid to, on your teeth. Cool. Uh, and the first taste you get is immediately a very strong, like very strong banana taste, like a concentrate banana taste. Okay. But then you take a bite, and in your mouth it tastes more like meat. Interesting. Like meaty cook, banana. Like cooked meat. I'm like, I'm into this. This could be really like useful when you're on the road and feeling low in protein, you know. But like wanting some bananas, like <laughs> this, this, this jackfruit's the shit, guys. You sure you don't want to try some? Yeah, I love an apple. Oh yeah, <laughs> apple would be great. An apple would be And I, I, I toss Tris uh, an apple, but I go to go find Foxworthy yes. after that. Dressel's no been apples for Ben for. <laughs> what did you say? No apples for Ben for. Oh, you yeah. have, I thought you had an apple still. Yeah, but I want one of your apples. All right, okay. Apple. Sorry, I would have. I'll toss you one too if you hey. clarify that. Train disappears apple. and tries to take an apple. <laughs> yeah, he can fuck right off. <laughs> Um, okay, as, Trent disappears and Marley just instantly shoots him with a fucking bow. As you turn to the door, Marley, to go and see um, uh, Foxworthy, uh, Zathan enters the room and says, Ah, good, all three of you are, are here. Um, the, the rest of us, are, we're waiting uh, downstairs. Um, I've got something very important I want to discuss with you. Cool, I've just got something really important to do. i got to go feed Foxworthy. Okay, we'll see you in just a minute. Yeah. And I just toddle off to do that. You don't need to. I'll pay that. I will just give okay. folks with a couple of apples and then store the rest by him. Cool. Thanks for the apples. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got speak with she animals. Does. Stop doing it. I'm announced. It's it his in, internal monologue. <laughs> Yeah, as you leave, Foxworthy stares in, like, into the sky and thinks, I sure like Marley. <laughs> She's great. <laughs> And then I walk back, and I assume the rest of them go downstairs, and I walk downstairs. Uh, yep, so yeah, all go down the elevator into the underground city, and yeah, it looks very different from how you last saw it. Um, it looks like it started to, you know, be inhabited. It, you know, there are um, people coming in and out of uh, the various structures that are close to the elevator. Uh, as I said before, all the glowing stones are all in very orderly rows, <laughs> like they've made streets with them, and... Uh, there's a long table has been set up sort of in the middle of the street and um zathan calls out loud for you know everyone together just after you know a few seconds people drop what they do and then and head over to the table and then the entire local resistance is gathered around the table do i see river yeah river's there cool i sidle up to next to river and i i elbow river and i hand her a jackfruit she looks she takes it and goes i've seen one of these before and like, sniffs it and goes, Mm. I'm like, oh, it no. tastes like cooked meat. It's awesome. Yeah. River, do you want an apple? She's got lots. She's got heaps of apples. Oh, oh yeah, I'll take apples. an apple. I oh, left yeah. them with trash, guys. Oh, I mean, I left oh, them with Foxworthy. I've got a spear oh, just here. Here's an apple. Oh, thanks. Yeah, she puts down the jackfruit on the table <laughs> and reaches for the apple. She, I, I pick it back up and I start eating it. <laughs> yeah, she says to Marley, sorry, I'm just not feeling that adventurous this morning. What's the condition of Bamford's second apple? Oh, not good. <laughs> it has been in his pocket, uh, and there are many horrors in his pocket. <laughs> um, everyone, so everyone's gathered around the table, and Zathan says... Before Zathan starts speaking, Trestleswin <laughs> tears off a chunk of apple. He's at one end of the table, and he like slides it down the whole length of the table uh, in an attempt for, for Zathan to, to eat some apple before he starts talking. Okay, comically, Zathan went to start talking and got interrupted by the sound of you breaking this apple. And so it's sort of that whole of like, I'm trying to speak and there's just constant annoyances. And we're talking about like, like oh. <laughs> I'm the like, apple squatter for kind of in the name. Yeah, I pull out, I pull out one of the jackfruits and go, Adam, like Zath- shrug my shoulders. Zathan goes hands on hips. Oh, you. Trestle Spoon laughs, but then he keeps insistently nodding at the apple like he really wants Zathan to eat something. Zathan takes it and takes a big, crunchy bite. Trestle Spoon smiles and quietly. Then, then through a, dr- <laughs> like a, a, a very crunching, like dripping mouth from the juice of the apple, Zathan says, Okay, so. Apple says, They're good, aren't they? <laughs> so, they're good apples, aren't they? Is it echoey in the, in the room? Uh, yeah, it's it's like a cavern. They're good apples, aren't they? Oh, hey, hey. 
Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. I pick up the key You're and I, have... yeah, I pick up the key and turn it, pull it open and was like, is that you, Hayden? Just so you know, I did that voice on purpose as a joke. I wasn't getting the voices wrong. I was doing a joke Hayden voice. Um, and Zathan finishes their apple and says, um, as you all know, that what we're intending to do with the city is, is repopulate. Uh, we need to recruit more members on mass. We, we we have now the resources and the space to to build a secret army under the the um, the empire's nose. Uh, and and to begin this, I think the most important thing we need is a figurehead for this army for this recruitment. We need to rescue the high priestess. I'll say that word again. We need to rescue the high priestess from the temple district. Now that we have a safe place to keep her, like a trophy wife, keep her. I meant keep her from the Empire's reach. Right, okay. They're one prison to another, right? In one way, <laughs> yes, but we are, you know, she knows me. I worked for her. We are, we are much uh, preferable captors, I would say. A bit creepy, mate, is all I'm saying. She would be our leader. Here's, here's... <laughs> what? Sorry, I was just like, Apple's just accuses him of kidnapping. Yeah. We're going to kidnap a woman. Uh, Maybe she's happy there, you don't know. <laughs> Well, actually, I do. You've, you've met Terran. Uh, he's our man on the inside. The the, the uh, member who who has a, uh, a position in the Arkvale Guard. Uh, he, he's the one who led you here. Oh, yeah. He's oh, yeah. Fox yeah. Yes, he, he has uh, a few times in the past month had access to the priestess's ear. Uh, and so That's she... a weird thing. Is it attached to the priestess? Therefore, high five Marley. Allow a turtle to speak figuratively from time to time, please. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she is aware of what of our work, and we need to make her aware of our discovery, and we need to break her out. Okay. Well, I, have, I have a plan, but it's a very high-risk maneuver, but the potential reward is, is huge. I was going to say, break it down for us. What's the scenario? We got... Yes, Trestle Spoon? What? what uh, all the other members at the table are glaring at you like fucking hell. Were they, were they all <laughs> listening like diligently? They're all listening very intently. They respect Zathan Creed a lot. We res- well, we met God, so. Yeah. That is yeah, a good point. Kind of, yeah. You're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have a little hole in reality where we can, like, put poos and then God will see our poos. <laughs> so, he wouldn't give that to just anyone. <laughs> Marley, it would be... You'd be pretty hard-pressed to let that happen. Oh, I think I could steal things with a <laughs> help from a friend. All right. Wink, wink. Uh, were you going to say something? No, no, n- never. Never, never. Never mind. I was going to say something on it. And then I... I you know, when you forget what you're going to say and... Um... Then the moment passes, mate. Marley, yeah. Marley just shoves a jackfruit into Trestle's mouth. Uh, oh, it's, yeah, it's, oh it's, it's like banana, it's but it's chewy banana jelly that tastes like meaty. Tastes like meat. Once it's in the <laughs> I just go, Trestle Spoon takes it from his mouth and attempts to slide it down the table. Uh, it like flops and blobs along <laughs> the table and makes it halfway. So, sorry, this is embar- This is embarrassing now. This is my favourite thing I've ever bought. Please continue. Sorry, sorry. Um, Stein, the it's a big goblin. sorry from all of us. <laughs> Stein, the elderly goblin, he reaches his hand onto the table and grabs the jackfruit and just starts eating it. Hey. I give him, I give him a thumbs up. For you, mate, Thanks for the jackfruit. <laughs> These things are bloody expensive. Yeah, yeah, I know, man. right? But they're so good. I mean, you want to be eating something in a long meeting where you're not getting to the point quickly enough. Oh, I'm just I kidding, mean, mate. I'm just kidding. There's no muffins on this table. I mean, really, their me- meeting etiquette has just got a lot to It's got learn. a low glycemic index. It'll get you through <laughs> these arduous meetings. You know, people just, just don't have any You just tune out. You've got to put a spread on. Anyway, and anyway, I turn I'm back to Zathan and I'm like, <laughs> break it down for us, mate. What are we facing here? Zathan looks flustered. <laughs> right, if we're all ready for the plan... We're going to stage a concert in the public area in front of the Temple District gates. Oh, yeah? It's large enough there to hold a sizable crowd, and it will provide an excellent distraction and a moment of confusion for the guards. Then they look to Marley. Marley, you'll need to get a public production permit from the city events office first. We want this to be as legitimate as possible. We don't want anything pointing to, to sinister intent. Okay. That means a stage, a set, costumes, etc. 
Then the show part will be entirely up to you. I'm leaving you in charge of this part of the operation. Mm -hmm. Recruit other artists if you must. The bigger the spectacle, the better the distraction. Excellent. Ben for. Sorry, mate, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I suspected as much, hence the pause. Ben no, I was born with them. <laughs> ben Four picks up, shows his hands around. <laughs> like all of his hands. <laughs> ben Four, you will lead the Panther Bloods. And he gestures Sorry, to the group, he gestures to the Panther Bloods who are oh, them. Um, who are uh, the two human fighters, Slice and Dice, uh, the dwarf cleric Poffman, and the old goblin Stein. Shazam. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shamwell. Uh, he says, um, together you will all provide security for Marley and the others at the concert and deal with the city guards if absolutely necessary. In the days leading up to the concert, though, I, I will need your help tidying some things up. Uh, you know, your strength will come in very handy moving the rubble and debris from, from the city. Turns to Trestlespoon. Uh, Trestlespoon, you will be retrieving the priestess from the temple district. What? He's got a great postman disguise. You should see it. <laughs> I, do, I do characters. You, with your magic boots, you could climb to the towers almost undetected. <laughs> oh, oh, this is so. I'm the main. I'm the main guy. <laughs> yes, the bowstring three. They'll help you any way they can, and they'll provide cover and watch the walls if if, if needed. Once you're inside Tyrion, the our man on the inside, he'll be waiting for you inside the Faith Tower. Does he have boots? He, he does not, but you just need your boots to reach him. To get to... Whoa, this is a lot. This is a big... This is a big responsibility. Okay, I... Yep. Miley pats him on the shoulder and... Dresselspoon's... Sort of lovingly says, I know you can do this. Dresselspoon's shaking a little bit and he's saying just to himself, it's it's a lot. It's This is a, this is a big step. Adventure! Big step for Trestlespoon. Um, this is what you always wanted, buddy. This is what you Oh, the, ir the irony. The irony of always wanting an adventure. And now I've... Oh, this is a lot. Oh, Zathan turns to the younger members at the table and says, uh, Rapscallion Squadron, I, I need you to infiltrate the crowd. <laughs> I, I told you that's the name of their group. The what? Rapscallion Rap Squadron. That's not a surprise to you. Oh, no, Trestlespoon said that out loud. Yeah. The, the what? They glare at you like, fuck you, old man. <laughs> old enough to be a Rapscallion. <laughs> I need you to infiltrate the crowd at the concert and assess potential new recruits. Uh, start conversations about Arkvale. Uh, gauge people's thoughts. You, you know the drill. They all nod in agreement. And Shadow Team, I need you to watch and wait outside the Temple District undetected, in, in alleys, rooftops, however you want to do it. Just prepare to offer backup to anyone who needs it. And prepare to, to help with uh, the Priestess's extraction once Trestlespoon removes her from the tower. Is everyone clear on their roles? Yes. Okay, it'll take us a few days to set this all up, but... We'll reconvene tomorrow to, to gauge progress. Excellent. And that's the end of the episode. It's <laughs> my least favourite part of the episode. What? That. Me saying that's that? Or ending? No, uh, ending. Oh. I thought it was the fact that I'm annoying. No, well, I mean, you're always annoying, but yeah, that that's the whole true. way that's, through. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the hour. <laughs> and jackfruit and tats. Oh my! I thought Trestlespoon was never going to let Zathan get on with that meeting. But boy, oh boy, there's going to be a heist! Can you believe it? You'll have to wait until the next episode to find out how that goes. We've had some amazing new reviews on iTunes, which is awesome, so keep them coming. Uh, HappyBex05 says, Fate of Ison has engaging and entertaining characters, a great storyline, and plenty of laugh-out-loud moments. And LA1234567899, great name, says, Y'all are hilarious and I'm having a grand old time listening. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much for taking the time to post those awesome reviews. They're like a blanket of good feels to snuggle up inside and... Okay, this is getting weird. My point is, thank you. And thank you to our lovely Patreon supporters, Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino and Irene Cucci. You're incredible and we couldn't make this show without you. Wink face. Anybody else who wants to become a supporter, please visit patreon.com slash fateofison to find out how. 
We've had some nice emails and tweets in the last week, which is bloody wicked. Uh, keep those coming too. We're fadeofison at gmail.com and at fadeofison on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. This is DM Brad saying thanks and bye-bye.